All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. You're watching Leafs Morning Tape with host Nick Alberga and former NHLer Jay Rosehill. The show starts now. Oh, yes, folks. Christmas Eve is here. Presented by Botano. It's a Tuesday edition of Leafs Morning Take. Nick Alberga and Jay Rosehill. Rosie, can you believe it? After such a long, long, long offseason, the Maple Leafs renewed optimism starts tomorrow as they, they host the Montreal Canadiens for the season opener. How's it going? Renewed optimism as usual. I'm good, man. I'm happy. Blank slate. It's about time that preseason was way too long. Let's go. Lots to cover on today's show. Um, We're going to do an all-encompassing season preview, first and foremost. The NHL slate does kick off tonight. Connor Bedard's debut. Can't wait for that. Love the scheduling, by the way, from the NHL. A 5.30 Eastern start time for Nashville and Tampa. My ass will be glued to the couch all night long. I can't wait to play some bets as well. First and foremost, though, Rosie, shout out to our boy Cliff. So I'm playing men's league hockey Sunday nights in Oakville, Ontario at Ice Sports. I'm sure you're familiar with that, knowing your way around Oakville a bit. My guy Cliff comes uh, to our room to give the uh, the roster for the game, right? And he said, are you Nick Alberga? And I said, my goodness, this is my lucky day. I said, well, yes, I am. He watches our show. So I said, Cliff, you know what? I'm going to give you a out. shout out. He still has no clue who Jay Rosal is, but he knows who I am. So shout out to Cliff, okay? Well, there's got to be one guy into you, I guess. <laughs> like that. Yeah, but no, uh, jokes aside, appreciate you, Cliff. Uh, thanks so much for watching. Thank you to everybody for watching and making this a success in a season number two of Leafs Morning Take at the Leafs Nation 401, where you could subscribe on YouTube. Just search Leafs Morning Take wherever you get your podcasts and we'll pop up and let's uh, continue to grow this bitch. Okay, let's do it. But nonetheless, so mm-hmm. I tease Rosie off the air. Ty Domi, dude. This guy's everywhere. Aaron, roll this video. Like, so this is Friday night. Yeah. Drizzy Drake. 
is in the city playing at Scotiabank Arena. And, and take a look at who's behind him walking down into the crowd. <laughs> look at this. Uh, the big guy. Uh, he love it. Dude, th- this back. guy's everywhere. He, he's buddies with Mark Wahlberg. Like any major event in Toronto, Ty Domi is there. And I'm trying to find the equivalent of like an athlete from a different market who Ty Domi was, he meant a lot to the Toronto Maple Leafs. Will he be known as one of the best Leafs of all time? No, far from it. Uh, I just think that this guy is, is locked in. Like, I mean, if you want, if you want the know-it-all to a party, I would call Ty Domi in a second, like all-star weekend. Ty Domi's the guy I want to hang out with here in Toronto. Not you, sadly. Well, listen, I mean, you could go find 200 guys with more points than Ty Domi. Okay. Well, if you want to talk about points, okay. He won't be in the conversation, but he's one of the most memorable Leafs of all time. I mean, his scraps with Probert and all the big boys, that was the absolute glory days of, of tough rumble hockey with a tough guy. He was a small guy who wasn't scared of anything left-handed the way he'd spin guys around way bigger than make them lose balance. He would just eat punches and just feed them. He was unbelievable to watch. Um, his whole story is unreal how he came into the league a little bit cocky a little bit brash had to get taught a few lessons and he's just the dude I'm sad that I didn't get to know him more when I was in Toronto he wasn't around like crazy but I think he's been reinvigorated obviously by his son being on the Leafs he's going to be at every game he's going to be involved in the process now and you're going to see his face around a lot more and he just got launched into it obviously at Drake's concert and he's just the dude man I like it he is a dude. Um, and, and if you want to talk about some of the most famous Maple Leafs of all time, I, he, he might be top five on that list. Like, I'm not kidding. Like, this is not the first cameo that Ty Domi has made. Like, it seems like any celebrity sighting within North America, for some reason or another, Ty Domi is locked in in that situation, man. Like, like I don't even know, like, if it's Bieber, who else? Whoever it is, it seems like Ty Domi is there, man. I, I just want to know what's going on, man. It's like Illuminati shit. I think it just, it's it's 100% because his kid's on the team now. He's back around. I mean, when you play for the Maple Leafs, there is so much extracurricular stuff that you can do. You're getting invited everywhere and anywhere. Come to this opening for this. Come to, we went to the Toronto Film Festival, went to the um, premiere of certain movies like Goon, for example, and we were hanging out with the stars of the show and blah. You can do that stuff at nauseum. And now that Ty's got his kid on the team back in Leafs nation. He's, he's going to, he's just going to be pulled into it again. I think you're going to see him around a lot. And that's a good thing. Like I said, he's one of the most popular players of all time. I'm surprised you were an Ingoon. <laughs> I never got asked. Jeez. Busy. Wow. I actually interviewed Jay Baruchel a couple times. Who was like the director of that producer. No? Yeah. 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 He was in it. Uh, a couple guys were in, I was, I was playing at the time. So I don't know if you kind of had to be, not as busy or what, or there's lots of guys to pick from. I don't know, but uh, interesting show. Some guys were mad that like the goon guy was kind of like a meathead, like a dummy. And I was like, oh, who cares? I thought they nailed most of it. Jay knows what he's talking about with the hockey culture and stuff. It was pretty funny. Doug Glatt, man. That's uh, one of the most memorable characters of of all time for me uh, in hockey movies. And uh, um, Sean William Scott plays him, right? Stifler. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we were hanging out with him after having uh, some beers and whatnot. And Jay was just like, did we nail it? What do you think about this? What do you think about that? And, oh, I was trying to make this authentic. I was just laughing. I'm like, you nailed it, buddy. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was like such an outlandish film. So shout out to, to Goon and the Goon 2 squad there and Jay Baruchel. I just wish that Jay Rosehill was in it. But uh, nevertheless, we did tee up, Rosie, that we're going to preview this Leaf season. Again, I still can't believe we're, we're here. Like, it just seems like minutes ago we were breaking down 
a very unfortunate way to end the season. Dubis uh, gets Ken. He's now in Pittsburgh. So much change. Brad Tree living in. But like so many storylines over the weekend. So the Maple Leafs huh. finalized their roster. We'll start with uh, Sam Lafferty, man. Like if I were to tell you at last year's deadline when they picked up Lafferty and McCabe from Chicago, that Lafferty wouldn't really stand very much longer in the Brad Tree living era. You'd probably call me crazy. But yeah, he was dealt to the Vancouver Canucks over the weekend. For a 2024 fifth round pick, he fell out of favor really quickly. Do you remember when Sam Lafferty started training camp on John Tavares' wing, Rosie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. And he's a versatile player. If you if you go crunch his numbers and look at his career, 28 years old, he got about 250 in the show, and he's done well. He's a utility guy. He can be used in different situations. Um, I was excited that hopefully he, he played with a bit of jam, you know, and it's all good, but I mean, he's replaceable, right? He's he's not he's not this incredible talent that you'll never find again. He's he's kind of a filler guy that does a good job at it. Um, nothing against him by any stretch. He'll continue on his his journey in the NHL. But when you got guys like like Minton and Cowan stepping up the way they did, that was unexpected. And those are the things everyone says. This is what's going to be like after camp. It's like you don't know. That's why you have a training camp to see who's taken these big strides, who's matured, who's ready, who's not. And nothing against Sam Lafferty. It's one of those situations where he didn't do anything wrong. It's just these other guys within the pipeline with different skill sets have stepped up, presented themselves, said, hey, I'm here and I might be ready. And, you know, those two guys are on the roster still and Sam Lafferty isn't. And uh, they they moved him out and, and cap implications come into play as well. And not that he makes a ton of money, but it's... Uh, it's just it's just something that makes sense. It's not it's not a tragedy. It's not a celebration. It just is what it is. Yeah, I think he fell out of favor really, really quickly. Again, they gave him a shot on that second line, if you want to call it that, when they were experimenting with Willie Nylander at center. That worked out for like a couple of games, as we know. But like he wasn't going to play in their bottom six. They had too many bodies. And again, the Minton story we'll get to. And then the top six, he just wasn't good enough. He good PK guy, good speed. But replaceable is the word I took from what you just said, breaking down Sam Lafferty. Like that's what I'll remember him as, as a Maple Leaf. It, it was short lived. We love the cap hit at the time. 1.15 mil. He's in his contract year, but I think there's a lot of guys in this league, unfortunately for Sam Lafferty's case, that can do the job he did for this team, plain and simple. Yeah. And it was a, it was a numbers thing. I mean, don't forget Matthew Nyes is there full time now too. And it's uh it's just a numbers thing. He got pushed out, squeezed out, and they found a way to find him a home and they found a way to get a draft pick for him. It's all good. I think everyone will move on and, and not be too worried about it. Good luck to him and his journey. But, uh, you know, understandable how that happened and not a huge deal, really. There's so many things that drive me nuts about the NHL world sometimes and covering it. And I understand fans are going to be fans. Media are going to be media. But the classic overreaction, Rosie, to the waiver wire like two days before the season is insane to me. Like people going nuts last week about Bernard Docker and Sokolov with the Ottawa Senators and then like a flurry of guys always hit the wire before rosters are locked. Like it it drives me insane. Like you, you think these people think they know more than GMs and executives and scouts in this league. And they're like, oh, how could they put that guy on waivers? I guess it goes along the lines with just being on social media, no? Oh, pretty much everyone and their dogs got an opinion, right? And everyone, yeah. it's always flabbergasted me on how people are just so, so rock steady and so dead fast in their opinion on, no, you idiot, this is what's going to happen. It's like <laughs> the people who are making the decisions don't even know what's going to happen. So why are yeah. you so confident, Joe Blow? But whatever, you don't get worked up about it. But 
we had ideas of who was going to go on. You never know who's going to get picked up, who's going to clear. And it is what it is. But, uh, you know, personally, I'm glad that we got a third string goaltender through the ranks there. And notice how they did a little uh, contract, a little sneak attack there by making his signing bonus. I think it's 100K. Yeah do on a certain date i've never seen that before i didn't i guess i did know you could do it but what a sneaky smart thing to do you we knew that as soon as he we signed him we might lose him to waivers like we got our two goalies we're scared to lose him in the waivers but we still want him he could be a big asset for us down the road and waivers was always scary and i don't i didn't look at his contract too closely but he goes on the waiver wire and right away once he clears if a team looks at him and wants him they realize oh shit that hundred thousand dollar signing bonus that we assumed he'd already gotten on when he signed his contract isn't due until right now. So you'd have to pick him up, then give him a hundred grand, then black. And it's just a beautiful thing because if anyone was sniffing and saying, ah, screw it, let's take it. That could be something for a small market team to say, ah, screw it. Let's, let's, let's wait and and look at different options. And it was kind of a sneaky little thing that whether that worked or not, he's on a team still. That was absolutely genius, man. It's good of you to bring that up. Cause like the two teams I was looking at that potentially place a claim on Martin Jones, Colorado, and the Tampa Bay Lightning. But you you equate that in the uh, into the breakdown. You start to wonder a bit more specifically with Tampa. I thought it was genius. Like, And it's it's pretty crazy that that information didn't come out till like seconds before the waiver wire was supposed to hit when Martin Jones was already on waivers. And, you know, call it what it is. Like, obviously, there's a lot of moving parts this weekend with the roster. Like, to me, that was the biggest story. It wasn't Lafferty. It wasn't Minton. It was the fact that for the first time ever, the Leafs have a pretty damn decent, good third-string goaltender. And again, considering how many goalies this franchise has used in the last 10 years, we'll say it was so paramount to me that they had an option, at the very least an option behind Joseph Wall, saying nothing and taking nothing away from Wall. I hope he has a great year. But something's bound to happen, whether it's poor play or somebody gets banged up. And to have a Martin Jones just waiting for you who's got experience at the NHL level, I, I think is a big dub for this team. Yeah, for sure. It's a, it's a layer, it's a layer safety layer, really. Yeah. And, you know, teams can get into a jam. They were in a jam last year and thankfully Shalgren, uh stepped up and bailed them out, but that doesn't always happen. And, you know, there could be long points in time where there's injuries or, or poor play or someone can struggle. Both those goalies are relatively young that we're going with. Sammy's coming off kind of a, a career year and a resurrection year and wool is unproven. Although he looks solid and looks ready, no doubt, yeah. but it's nice to get that guy through. And I don't, care too much i see a lot of tweets about people pulling up their save percentages in the in the preseason <laughs> and no doubt the the starting twos doesn't look as good but it, it depends what roster you're playing against depends what team you're playing against it yeah. doesn't really matter to me but it shows that he's decently on form for sure he's capable and i just think he's going to be a nice safety layer if need be and let's be honest not many teams go through and don't have a single um, issue with goaltenders at all where not even one of them gets hurt it's gonna happen and he's probably going to be a maple leafs uniform and if need be if he gets put in a, a crunch zone and he gets the pressure put to him i think he's a guy that can stand up and, and bail us out and and become something so it's it's definitely nice to have that layer there i'm, I'm feeling damn good about it feeling very good about it donnie does dishes screw you 100 K's peanuts let's be honest nobody wanted jones i i feel like on a daily basis donnie just needs to come in this chat and troll us and i, I actually respect it rosie i won't lie. 
It's not a million bucks. I get it. But just when yep. you're like that time of the year is haywire for the, for the, the top office and the brass, they're trying, like they're crunching caps. They're looking at contracts. Who are we keeping? Lots of pressure. What do we look like? You're having meetings out the ass, talking to your coach. What do you think about this? What angle are we going to go? Does this guy fit going on wires? And you're looking at the waiver wire. Do we take this? Do we need this? Oh God, it's all happening so fast. We got to make a decision now. And oh, and another, and we got to give him a hundred K. Oh, I was just bugging our owner about X, Y, Z. I can't go at him. Fuck it. Just let it go. It, it, it's a, it's a thing that could have been happening that could have helped an extra incentive to leave the guy to clear waivers. Um, no, it's not a million bucks, but it's a neat little thing that uh, could deter someone from saying, yeah, let's just pull the trigger. It could be that last little straw that breaks camel's back. I just wanted to mention too, for everybody in the chat, like we are live throughout the season. So if news breaks, like feel free to interact with us in the chat because the chances are I could miss something. It's it's hard to multitask in this uh, digital universe. So by all means, and you guys done a great job of that, uh, continue to pour it on in the chat and interact and tell us what's going on. If something happens or a trade breaks, something like that, rip it up and we'll, uh, we'll discuss right away at the Leafs Nation 401. Dude, I, I love when you just randomly tweet and you were horned up on uh thanksgiving monday did you have any turkey this weekend by the way i did i did we had some turk we had you think some do you think people will be offended if i say i'm not a big turkey guy like i come from an italian family we had big pasta on sunday that was my thanksgiving meal did you yeah it's nice to have it the only time you ever really have it is on you know christmas and thanksgiving so it's nice to go have it i love turkey mashed potatoes drown in uh <laughs> drown gravy it's hard yeah. not to like that it tastes damn good but for someone that doesn't like it, I could give a rip. And why do you care what anyone thinks anyway? Exactly. Good point. Uh, all I know about you is you like subs as well, dating back to our time together last year in Edmonton and looking forward to many more trips with you, including All-Star Weekend this year. Not really a trip for me, and hopefully you stay the hell away from my condo in Toronto, but we'll have a good time. Maybe head down to Vegas for the draft if it is in Vegas. They were talking about the sphere being the center, the epicenter for the draft next year. I think it's going to be in Sin City. But my point was you were horned up. Because you're one of those people out there that you were just talking about who compared last year's opening night roster to this year's. So you take the floor. How excited are you about this new bottom six for the Maple Leafs, Rosie? I am, man. I, uh, You know I'm a big Nyes guy. Um, super pumped about them. Uh, like some of these young guys, like watching Nyes and Minton play, man. They yeah. had that thing, and I know they're horned up trying to make the team and they're young and everything, but you know how you watch the Leafs and sometimes it's just like, God, just like, go harder like good get in there like what are you looking at and you get yeah. pissed off because it's like go those guys are doing that they're buzzing like they're called tenacity moving and they're tenacity just yeah it's like they're licking their lips all the time going give me one give me where is it give me it and they're just flying around making plays causing havoc it's absolutely beautiful to watch it's that youthful exuberance and so many times the more talented players on this team could do that choose not to because they don't have to but to see that on this roster when i know it's something that we're missing and i know it's something that you have to have in spades in the playoffs made me totally jacked up for opening night uh, i like the way the roster's shaping up is it perfect no are they going to steamroll the whole league no are, are there going to be changes to be made yes is there things they could get better at of course everyone likes to freak out when people are excited about the maple leaves and say oh wow this is so wow and yo you can't win with that it's like dude no one said they're perfect no one said they're the greatest team ever assembled but there's lots of reasons to be excited there's lots of things to be happy about and when you do the comparables to last year which everyone was tickled pink about last year um, it looks better right now. It looks like a better roster. We look deeper. We look like we got more 
pieces of a puzzle. And are they done? I hope not. I hope we do some things to the back end. I hope the goaltenders stand on their heads, but it's exciting to look at. And I think it's a solid looking lineup. I look at other ones and I'm just like, who the hell is that? Who's this guy? What does he do? And you look at this one, you're like, look at all those dudes, man. There's lots to be uh, to be thankful for on this Thanksgiving week. I like that. Nice little uh, intertwine <laughs> there. And a lot of Jay Rosehill and other offers, uh, uh, rosters, I should say. The chat's up in arms about my take about turkey, but screw all of you. I, I'm not a big turkey guy. It's, it's really, really dry. But yeah, I He's echo your paisan. sentiments. Pardon me? He's a paisan. I like my big pasta, man. There's nothing wrong with it. I love steak, too. Big steak. I'll eat steak every day of the week. But nonetheless, like the biggest surprise, and I love these stories. Like, I like the fact that they carved out a spot for, for Minton, Fraser Minton. Like, who knows how long he'll last. The fact that he earned a spot and they said, you know what, kid, you earned a spot. You're going to play opening night. And I'm right there with you with that combo with Nyes and Minton. We'll see how they do through an 82-game slate and the rigors of an NHL slate. But man, oh man, like... The tenacity is something this team has been missing, whether it's in the top six or the bottom six for that matter. But to find a way to get minted on that roster says something for me that if you're good enough to play in this league, you'll play in this league. And I love that. I love that they did that. Absolutely. It's like, uh, you know, it sends a message to other, other youngsters, other prospects, other people around the league. You come in here and you play your ass off. This this team's up for grabs. We want the best players. We don't give a rip how old you are, who you are, what your background is, what your experience level is. Everyone's got a chance. It's a long training camp and a long preseason. Everyone's going to get a look. And if you consistently show up and show, hey, and elbow your way to the front of the line, that's what they want. And if they see it, they're going to reward it. And they should reward it. And good organizations and good people should operate their teams that way. And the Maple Leafs are doing it with Minton. It's great to see. And again, he could be gone after nine games and go back to the to the the junior market and develop there. That's all fine and dandy. Yeah. But he earned a spot on that team. He beat others out. And if you watch a guy do that consistently and then go, oh, yeah, like uh, I know we said come here and compete. And I know we said this team isn't finalized, but, uh, you know, we appreciate the effort. But, yeah, we're just going to cut you now. That would be bullshit and that would be yeah. discouraging and that would be something that uh, you could you could look down on. And the Maple Leafs didn't do it. That kid made the team and he's got the sweater on tomorrow night and it's beautiful. I love it. So that's a tone. I, I love that. It, it sets an absolute tone. Uh, it'd be great to have Brad Tree living on our show, by the way. I guess he's on the fan morning show today. You see that tweet up on your, your screen really? there. But uh, yeah, he was asked about Nylander, right? Like we're, we're not going to get anything about Nylander, but Fraser pushed... Boring. Our hand, this is not charity. It's the first time I've seen that quote, by the way. Thanks to producer Aaron for putting that up. But like, yeah, it's exactly it. I think it sets a tone, Rosie. You've played in this league. You set a tone for the entire room that, hey, if you show up, you do your thing. Like Noah Gregor, that's another thing we're going to monitor today. I think closer Mm -hmm. and closer to puck drop tomorrow. Noah Gregor is going to get signed. But here's a guy who came into camp on a PTO and forced his way on this team. And is a big reason why Sam Lafferty is now in Vancouver. No? Yeah, he outplayed him. He stole his spot, stole his job, Pretty basically. Much. And he's he skates well. I want him to play with a big edge. Good Alberta boy. We interviewed him. Solid kid. I think he'll be great in the locker room. I think he's a, a teammate first type guy. Everyone's gonna love him. And they I think they wanted to sign him before even the season and uh just didn't get it done and then decided, hey, let us tiptoe into a PTO. Maybe he'll take it and we can uh take our time to decide what we do with him. And they're winning on that thing so far. And I think uh by the end of the week here, uh Gregor will be winning as well. Yep, I agree with you. Uh, Dan Campbell writes in, he ate pizza for Thanksgiving, which I respect the hell out of. Thanks for the uh, the message there. Dan had pizza for Thanksgiving. I love that. A lot of conversation about the turkey, and we had somebody write in 
as well about your boy that you're very down on. Connor Bedard, his debut tonight, man. I'm jacked for this. Playing the Pittsburgh Penguins. I love the scheduling there. Cons, I I know him and Sid going head to head. I like when they do that stuff. It's awesome. Why wouldn't you do that? The NFL is that shot prop tonight. Two and a half. Yeah. That number's so juiced already. I've been talking about this for two none. The the number is so juiced, but I'm still hitting it. Whatever. I'll be honest. When I watched him play uh, for against the Hitman last year, <laughs> I, I was like, "My God, this guy is lazy. Like he's <laughs> floating everywhere." You're I'm like, "The only guy." get away with this in the show my brother was disgusted we have a hundred dollar bet that he my brother doesn't think he'll ever score 50 in his life and oh I, wow and i was just like dude he's not dumb he, he's he been playing 30 minutes a night in the dub he's overused and he's bored and he's too good for that league and he can get away with floating and still just pick his spots and and tally it up so he's i think he's changed his uh he's changed his style of play from the dub to the nhl that's a huge jump Obviously, he can handle it. I think he's disgusting. I think he's going to be a highlight reel all year long. Um, I think I got him over 30 goals. I mean, you got to think on that roster, he's going to be playing a lot. Um, he'll go through his ups and downs, but I'm excited to watch him just because every time he touches the puck, you're like, what the hell is this guy going to pull out? He's up there with with Connor McDavid on the excitement factor. And yeah, it's going to be neat watching him today. I got to check what time my practice is at. I want to watch that as well. So at 8 Eastern, that game, so 6 Mountain for you. Igor McJazz, this 30-minute uh, show again. No, Igor, if you're just tuning in for the first time, we're 45 to an hour now. We've really extended no, life Igor. here. Yeah. 45, Igor. We're all about length. 45 plus, man. You never know on each show where we're going to go. And this is a Leaf season preview, so you never know where we're going to go. Some other news I gathered from the roster. So Nick Robertson doesn't make it. We expect that. And uh, Miko Kokonen has been a, a pleasant surprise. If you're looking for a fantasy yeah. team name, uh, love with a Kokonen or something with that, something Coco or Coke. You go Glenn Coco. One yeah, for Glenn Coco. It's no not going to work for me, but yeah, that's another, I like these type of guys that come out of nowhere. Like- Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Like... 
they they were quick to just rid themselves of Simone Benoit, who looked like a fucking pylon. <laughs> like we're dude, we're looking for Justin Hall. We found Justin Hall 2.0, man. I hope things rectify themselves for Mr. Simone Benoit somehow, some way here. That's aggressive. <laughs> That's tough. Ballsy, man. On that tweet I threw out that people were jumping on pretty hard. It was uh I kind of forgot I could have could have spiced it up too by saying uh Klingberg for a haul. <laughs> oh geez, Louise. I love it, man. How did he look? I didn't get to watch. How did he do anything uh with the in the Red Wings that preseason game Ooh. or two? Halsey. Uh, he had his moments. He almost scored, actually. It's going to come this season. We're, they're going to play Detroit, and Justin Hall is going to score a goal, and people are going to oh. lose their shit. Can't believe they got rid of him. It's like, no. Oh, 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 oh. I Don't have, even start. That, that I had we insomnia last night. Yet. I had insomnia last night just thinking about Justin Hall, dude, and it's it's five months removed. So He was such a liability. Anyway, he got paid, onward. though. Credit to his agent. Yeah, good for him, man. I don't know. He's doing something to stick in that league. That's for sure. I think he's just borderline straddling the league line, and somehow he's he's a commodity. So good for him. Let's get to uh, Arthur writes in had chili turkey yesterday. Um, shout out to Arthur as well. Went to Fanshawe College with him. I found that out last week. So shout out to everybody. I ate turkey chili for Thanksgiving. So shout out to Arthur and London there. Let's get to expectations, Rosie, because uh, that's a big thing people want to know from us. Like, what are our expectations for the Toronto Maple Leafs? We talked about this like a month ago pertaining to Sheldon Keefe and that extension. But like, what does a successful season look like uh, to you? Not only a regular season, but we can have the playoffs in mind, too. It has to be a conference finals. A you Stanley Cup, damn it. Stanley Cup or bust. I mean, you you get to game six in the Stanley Cup finals and you lose a tough battle. That's not a, uh, a disappointing season. I'm sorry. Nobody knows who's going to win the cup. You have to have a lot of things fall into place and go your way in order to win the cup. If anyone thinks they know who's going to win the cup and who's not, you're out of your mind. You can go back to the Panthers, the St. Louis Blues. You can look at Boston Bruins last year. No one knows what's going to happen. Tons of stuff happens throughout a season. And in order to get to that actual holy grail and lift that goddamn thing, so many things have to go right. And when those teams look back, they go, oh my goodness, what a journey. That's why they're so bloody battered and bruised and elated when they finally host that damn thing. It is not easy. So anyone who tells you they know what's going to happen is out of their mind. And I think that they have a solid chance. They are definitely a front runner. You look at the odds. It's all goes without saying they're still the Toronto Maple Leafs. They're the Kings of disappointment. We all get that stuff, but I think that if they don't get to the conference final, if they don't get through round one, smash a team, Round two, get into a battle, win the damn thing, persevere, get into the conference final, play a really solid team that's going to be the top four in the NHL, teams left playing, get into a battle, whatever happens, happens. But if that happens to be the final end of the road for them this year, I think you can say, hey, that's a a pretty successful season. It didn't go our way. But to say Stanley Cup or bust, I mean, you're just, you're not being realistic. Yeah, not yeah. Being a good fan, And that's the problem with the market, man. It's just, you can't expect perfection all the time. They're a good team. You don't have control over everything. See what they do. If they don't get to the conference finals, then I say, yeah, it's a disappointment. But after that, it's a, it's a crapshoot on what's going to happen out there. At the very least, the conference final, man. At the very <laughs> it, least. They haven't won a Stanley Cup. And I know it's on the same player since 1967. You look at this roster. I don't know what else you can do with this roster. It's a new guy in charge. They're a superstar after superstar. 
great player after great player. At some point, you have to elevate. They've paid all these guys. Matthews, you got another boatload of money. Marner's going to get paid. JT got paid. Nylander got paid. He's going to get paid again. It's put up or shut up time. Like if last year was about the players and accountability and them finally living up to expectation, I don't know what the narrative is this year because there's a new guy in town. And I mean, people are going to look at Bradtree living and say new roster and all that stuff. But the onus is firmly on the players again. Um, I I just want to feel differently about this team, if that makes sense. Like even looking back last week, it was preseason, Rosie, but like the same old shit where like it's they stop playing hockey. I want them to be consistent, man. Like, I don't know what that means in the long scope of thing, but I want consistency where every night I tune in and I know I'm going to get that, that rough and tumble Maple Leafs team is going to show up. Cause I don't know about you for a team that gets routinely 110 points in this league, the way they have for the last five to seven years in the regular season, I have no clue who's going to show up on a nightly basis, which is crazy. It just shows you how much talent this team truly has. So I want to see consistency I'm with you. I think it's conference final or there, there's got to be some s- substantial change. It's got to be a big time trade. That, that's the most, that's the next thing you can do. Fire the coach or big time trade or probably both. Like I, I'm at the point where it's like, there's no return here. Well, yeah, I mean, it is put up or shut up. I mean, either they're going to do it and they will be gods forever or they don't do it and they will be forgotten and moved on from, and they'll try something else just like they have been for, I don't know, 70, 60, 70 years. Like it's yeah. crazy, but I Are you mean, trying to add up from 1967. Yeah, carry the yeah. two or whatever, but <laughs> it's long enough. Yes, it's uh, it's like I know what you're saying, but when you look at this team with a microscope, the way we do, if you look at any team, good teams, teams that have won the Stanley Cup, look at the Avalanche, like whatever. If you look at them with a microscope, you're gonna see those ups and downs of the season, those times where they came out flat, the times where they blew a lead, the times where they couldn't score that go-ahead goal. Fine, everyone has that, and the yeah. Leafs every time they do something, it's like, it's like, oh my god, I knew it. Nothing's changed. Like settle down, dude. It's an 82 game season. To me, it's find your identity, figure out who you are here during this 82-game series, gel as a team, become this family, like just gel as this group to become this entity that walks into the playoffs and doesn't change anything, just throws the kitchen sink at the playoffs, plays the way I was describing Minton and Nyes were playing in the preseason, and just have this run in the playoffs where you are this force. Don't tiptoe in and dick around and then say oh what's it's changed this is really fast this year oh the the intensity (laughs) level has really been cranked up i'll go bananas if they do that but they have the personnel everyone's been paid everyone's going to get paid everyone's always been paid on the team yeah it doesn't mean you're going to win back in the 90s when like the flyers and the the rangers were coming out just throwing 10 million dollars at chris gratt and trying to buy a team it didn't work you can't just pay guys and oh now we should win the stanley cup what the hell's going on here Every team's paying their guys. Every team's trying. There's 32 teams. These guys just need to find the formula and their character and their identity in the regular season. And they absolutely need to translate that into the playoffs because that is a whole different ballgame as we've been finding out the last couple of years. You can't dipsy doodle on the outside and expect to get it done like sometimes you can in the regular season. Time to put up or shut up. I agree. They're a solid team, but it's all about figuring out who they are. Man, Donnie's just getting ripped in the chat. Everybody's going after him. Mark writes in, Donnie, you're like a toothache, man. <laughs> People are just Good. ripping on Donnie. Donnie Donnie's like our cheerleader. We need to get him pom-poms. Yeah, he needs a good pee-pee whack sometimes. He gets, uh, <laughs> he gets a little uh, roll on that chat. 
Uh, shout out to Nick D'Souza, by the way, of the Leafs Nation team. Does some great writing over at uh, theleafsnation.com, as do I. Uh, well, I don't know if it's great, but I do writing over there. Um, we're going to do a bit of an exercise here in terms of expectations, and I encourage everybody in the chat to follow along. So it's four things that, um, you know, subheadings, if you will, and you guys can answer with, as you see on your screen right there, if you're watching. Um, it's actually five. Eh? I can't add anyways. So there's biggest uh, pleasant surprise or season MVP, biggest disappointment, D of the year, best value. Let's start with a, a season MVP. Like, who do you think that guy needs to be? To me, it's got it's plain and simple. It, it has to be Austin Matthews for me. It's the obvious one for sure. To yeah. me, it's whoever shows up in the playoffs and takes control of that team and Ryan shows Reeves. the leadership. Ryan Reeves. Maybe, maybe. But it, it needs to, I mean, it should be Austin Matthews. Should be Mitch Marner. I think Matthews is more built for um, the playoffs, but it's whoever steps up in that playoffs. I don't give a rip who has a hundred and some points this season. I just don't care. I care about who has the character to put the team on their back. Not that they have to do that, but the guys that try to do that and say, I'll lead the way here. Here's a tough game where we had a bad start. We're kind of overwhelmed by this team. Screw it. I'm going to go out and I'm going to absolutely be a bulldozer out there get into that offensive zone, score the big goal, make a big hit, block a big shot, just be all over the ice and holy smokes, that guy just won the game for us. We all followed his lead and we pulled it off. Now we're up 2 nothing in the series. Oh, baby. And that guy should be Austin Matthews. But whoever shows up in the playoffs is going to be the most valuable player on this team. Great start to this exercise. Rosie didn't give me an answer. He just said that guy. So that's good. Okay, <laughs> uh, let's get to let's get the biggest pleasant surprise I got two guys for this because assuming one guy is going to get signed. Biggest pleasant surprise. I'm going to go with the Pope, my guy Pontus Holmberg or Noah Gregor or both. I, I think that's where you're looking for surprises because at, at this point, like we know what a, a bunch of these guys are going to bring. But if like Holmberg plays above expectation, same with Gregor. I think this this team will be in a good spot. Yeah, for sure. Those those depth guys that can do a lot for you. And when you see teams win the Stanley Cup, they have guys like that that turn into beasts, right? And they're very valuable to their team. They're those lower line depth guys that aren't getting getting paid six, seven, eight million bucks, but they're so valuable to their team. And I think that's the reason why it's hard to keep a, a winning team together and create those dynasties. Because once those guys do that, they're off to get paid and you can't keep them on your payroll because True. they're worth too much. Um, but hopefully one of those guys steps up big time. To me, it's kind of already... It's already been shown like Frazier Minton yeah. and and uh, Easton Cowan. These guys weren't on anyone's radar. It was just like, oh, they drafted that guy. Um, yeah, I heard it. they took him too early. Like, And now he's like pressing to be on the team, especially Minton. Not a soul even mentioned his name throughout the whole preseason, throughout all the summer. Yeah. Um, good on him. I think he's the big surprise right now. And if he continues to play and earn a spot and keep a spot and, and develop and be a, a force on that lineup, my goodness, that'll be the biggest surprise by far. Yeah, so Rosie's picking a guy as his pleasant surprise in training camp. So well, we're off to a smashing start. I'm just, I'm kidding with you. Uh, biggest disappointment. There's a, there's a couple of things you can look at, and I, I'm not necessarily saying this is going to work out this way, but it's just the guy I'm going to go with, John Klingberg. I just don't know what this guy is anymore in his career, man. And I just, it, it stinks that he was banged up in training camp. My wonder is if he, you know, say he can't figure it out on the power play, what is he to this team? He's pretty much a guy who makes around four million bucks, not doing much. He can't play defense. I could tell you that. I've watched, I've watched a lot of John Klingberg. I just he is struggling to find his identity. I get why he signed in Toronto, 
but that that's my wonder when it comes to this one is like biggest disappointment. It could very well be John Klingberg just because I think he's lost a bit and hopefully he finds it here in Toronto. Well, hopefully he does. And I mean, keep in mind, you can surround him with the right kind of, of things to compliment him and it won't become a liability. You can't ex- put the whole world on him and expect him to do everything, but there's lots of successful teams that have, you know, one dimensional talents on the back end and they do just fine because they're, they're complimented yeah. by other players. And I believe that tree living will be out there looking to have just that a compliment of, of different styles of play on the back end to, uh, to help Klingberg out to me. It's my my biggest fear and about this whole season that could make the whole deck of cards, house of cards come crashing down. And that's if our goaltending doesn't that's come your- in. So like Samson, like, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but yeah. it, it's difficult. It's that sophomore year in Toronto. Um, I was high on him last year. I'm Sammy's still high on him. He was my guy. And I said, dude, he's going to watch him. He's going to come here with a little F you and a chip on his shoulder and he's going to prove it. And he did. It's difficult to, to back that up. No question. His numbers weren't off, awesome in, in preseason, which I'm not saying means a yeah. whole lot. But I'm saying if he doesn't have it this year, if he struggles, that will be the biggest disappointment on this year because everything that built up towards it was assuming that we had solid goaltending, which we do. I'm not saying we don't. Yeah. If he doesn't have it this year, that will be so disappointing because nothing else will be able to fall in place. You cannot win without a, a rock-solid goaltender and usually a goaltending tandem just to get there so um fingers crossed for sammy but that will be devastating if he doesn't have it this year yeah to be honest i was gonna go with uh the goaltending if i didn't go with john klingberg uh, which leaves us to the d-man of the year pretty simple for me considering the postseason he had you almost forgot he was dog shit in the regular season last year and it's toronto's number one defenseman morgan Raleigh. I think he's going to be their best defenseman. He has to be their best defenseman. I think he's proven in his career as a Maple Leaf he can be their best defenseman. So it's a simple pick for me. Who do you have? Yeah, I mean, that's an obvious one. To me, I, I want to go with McCabe and be a, I want I like him it. to be the, a guy that he seems to have leadership qualities to me. He seems to have that ruggedness that he can play edge. with that edge and step yeah. up. Um, he can get the puck to the forwards' hands. I think he can play solid defense. He can do what it takes, like playoff style player, blocking shots, making hits, playing dirty, getting the puck moving north. Um, I think he can be a guy that can be someone you look back on and be like, "My God, I'm glad we got this guy because he yeah. is just everything we need right now." And I'm looking for that out of him this year. So that brings me to best value AAV, like the Jason Spezza award, I think is what Nick phrased it. And I think it's rightfully phrased. And I'm going to piggyback off that. I think Jake McCabe at 2 million bucks, considering that deal and having Chicago take money back, I think is going to be a steal. I, I just think he brings something that the rest of the back end doesn't bring, like just the chipper nature that he plays with, the edge, the bite. I think McCabe has got his footing now. Like he's played a handful of games in Toronto. He's played in the postseason. He's a quiet guy. In fact, when, you know, Carter Hutton played with him, we try to get him on the show. Like he's not the type of guy you don't hear from Jake McKay, but I love that. Like he just goes about his business day in and day out, plays the game hard and strong and they need more guys like that. So I, I think Jake McCabe's going to have a big year and especially at that value of 2 million bucks, pretty damn good. Very good. Very solid. If he steps up, he'll be an absolute bargain. No question to me. I'm giddy about this one right now. Matthew Nice, he is going to be such Ooh. a high value player for what he makes. Entry level contract. I mean, to for him to step in and be on this team right now that's ready to win right now is phenomenal for him. I think he's going to handle it well. I think he's going to step up. And I just think that this guy is going to be a guy. He will be the leader of this team one day. He will be the face of this franchise one day. And 
I just can't wait to watch him play. I think he is the unsung hero, the best value by a million. I think uh, that they're just pumped as hell that he's in the NHL now and in that sweater. I just love that kid. I love how he plays. I think they're going to build a team around him one day. Not right now, but you watch. I think you're going to build your set around Matthew Nyes and his jersey mm. one day. Like you, you I'm, I'm holding you to that. You're coming down for All Star. We need to get you a Matthew Nyes jersey, and and hopefully sure. we can talk to the right people and get an autograph for you, buddy. Oh, that would be so exciting. <laughs> your kid would love that. Your kids would love that. Oh, it would, man. I came last year, not last this past year, but the year before with my kid. He was eight at the time, and went to a game. Went to the the wives' lounge after, and was hanging out with some of the guys. And I mean. He just had his back pocket full of hockey cards and got all yeah, the guys exactly. to sign. It was absolutely unbelievable. It was my the best trip I've ever been on with, with anybody. And it was with my eight-year-old and T.O. We were just riding the rails, cruising the subway, looking at everything there is to see in T.O. And he yeah. just couldn't believe it, man. It was so, so wicked. Hey, did you see Matt Murray underwent hip surgery? He's going to miss uh, six to eight months. The Leafs announced in the news aptly yesterday. Again, we talked about this last week. He was good enough to play, I guess, to back up to finish last season. But again, we 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 wish Matt Murray a speedy recovery. I know we've ripped on the guy quite a bit in the last year and a half, but it must be difficult um, being injured all the time. There, there are some athletes like that, man. It's just you can't stay healthy. And unfortunately, to Matt Murray's career, the way it started, his trajectory was like Hall of Fame, dude. Back-to-back, you know, winning a cup in his rookie season. Like, he was headed towards that direction, but just can't stay on the ice, unfortunately. Yeah, it's, it is. And I mean, we rip on him and stuff. He doesn't deserve it. I mean, unless you want to talk about like his, his grit factor and whether well, he that one game through. we showed up in t- when you came to town and I was like, Murray started tonight against Ottawa. His first game we show up, he's wearing a ball cap on the bench. Yeah. It was kind of <laughs> weird if you want to go that way. But other than that, like he's, yeah. you can't, you can't do anything about injuries. Keep in mind when he was playing was, he was healthy. He was solid. He's a hell of a yeah. good goalie. And imagine being in his shoes where, you have this ability and you're, you can yeah. do it and you know what to do and how to do it, but your body is just, something's broken all the time and you can't physically go out there and do what you're, you know, someone say born to do. And he's that high talent and that high, um, you know, quality of player. And you're just constantly riddled with injuries. He's not the only guy that deals with that by any stretch, yeah. but it's always sad. And you can imagine, I mean, I wasn't, I didn't have too many injuries playing, but when I did, it was just so frustrating. Like you're just mad. You're not part of anything. Everything's out of sync. And most of his career is dealing with that. The frustration level, the guy probably deals with is, is probably next to none. So I feel for him. Um, it's kind of weird how he didn't have surgery in like June, like what was wrong in June? I don't, it's kind of weird, but, uh, nonetheless, it helped out our cap situation in a big way. And, uh, and we're rolling now best to him. I mean, hell, maybe he'll get, uh, maybe he'll get healthy and be able to still play in the league. I don't know, but best to him anyway. Yeah, maybe it's Dr. Nick from The Simpsons who was treating Matt Murray and, and needed a couple months to figure out. Uh, some other news and notes. Uh, this has been speculated for a couple of weeks, but Curtis McElhaney hired as the director of goaltending development and scouting. I guess this is the official retirement for Jake Muzzin. The guy makes like, what, five and a half mil or whatever it is. He, he was named a pro scout. Uh, it's an unofficial retirement, isn't it? Like he's still under contract with this team, but now he's like a pro scout, apparently. Sad situation too, man. Like I loved Muzzin. Oh, it's brutal, man. How bad yeah. could this team use him right now? Like they've yeah. got him, they've got him signed. They have his rights. He's there and he just, he can't yeah. play. It's, it's brutal. And I remember last year, it didn't seem like that big of a deal. Um, yeah. kind of got a couple bonks to the brain for sure. And then he's yeah. just like, thought it was his neck and whatnot. And then he's just like, I'm done. Never played again. Now he's retired. It, it's sad. He's a solid quality player. Think of the good years he had in the past. I'm sure yeah. he's thankful for those, but, um, 
it's sad that he's not going to be able to play anymore. It's sad for the team and for him personally, but he's moving on. Obviously the scouting gig, I don't, yeah, I don't know if he's going to go. I don't imagine he's gonna be sitting in too many rinks watching tier two junior, but uh, he'll probably jump in on a few meetings, talk about uh, what he thinks about certain things and, and try to give his input to help out the organization. Dude, I would just have the guy around. By all accounts, like the guys love him, right? They they loved yeah. playing with 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 Muzz and you know Mitch Marner's boys with him. A lot of those guys are really tight with him. I would just have him around the team for morale support. Uh, he's still technically a Toronto Maple Leaf. So, nonetheless, uh, the Botano wrap up is presented by Botano.ca. The game starts now. Nineteen plus. Please play responsibly. So I'm fired up because I I can actually actually bet again. Like, huh. not a big baseball better or any other sport. NFL, you know that. So. Three-game card to kick off the NHL campaign tonight. The Leafs kick off tomorrow. I'm looking at that Seattle-Vegas game, Rosie, and mm-hmm. I think Seattle is going to spoil the celebration. So they're going to raise the Stanley Cup banner at T-Mobile Arena tonight in Vegas. Golden Knights winning the Cup. I like Seattle as the underdog in that game at plus money to beat the Vegas Golden Knights. Other things I would look at, uh, Jared McCann shot prop I like quite a bit in that game. The Connor Bedard shot prop. But, uh, g- give me mm-hmm. Seattle over Vegas tonight. I like it. I think Vegas says, oh, it's their big night. They're going to be jacked up. Dude, they might be hung over for all we know. That's that Stanley Cup hangover. Oh, yeah. They got their rings recently. They're raising banners. It's going to be tough. Usually, especially that first year with Vegas in the league, I mean, their home record was unbelievable. I mean, if I was betting back in that day, I would have uh, been hammering the road team uh, or sorry, the Mm -hmm. home team every time because those guys aren't used to going to Vegas while uh, midseason. So, We'll see what happens, but I think uh, that's a good bet, man. Seattle's going to be ready chomping at the bit, and uh, the other boys are going to have a little Stanley Cup hangover. We have a request uh, in the chat, Igor writing in. He wants a signed picture of Rosie for the chat. So, mm. Send me an address, man. I'll put in an envelope. Wow. Got a, got a basement full of them with doing How much nothing. money do those cost? Can you get me some? I w- you know, as a joke, so I have like, I don't know if you've noticed my new background, but that's actually a picture of me playing baseball. I'm not surprised. Yeah, I know. I'm surprised face right now. My friends, my friends were chirping me. They're like, you have a picture of yourself playing baseball? Yeah, it's temporary. What I was going to say is I'm going to get a picture of Jay Rose. He'll put it in that frame and then it'll be better. That headshot that you like so much, maybe. Oh, yeah. We were on a Zoom call last week, Town Hall at the Nation Network. And somebody, so I put Rosie's face in my picture and somebody thought it was Jay Rose's account. I duped them all, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least there's a good headshot. I'll take that one. There's some you bad look, ones you, out dude, there. If, if there's one thing I can take from your time in Philadelphia, you had fantastic flow, man. Like better than anything you had in Toronto. <laughs> it was rock, and I had short hair in Toronto. I don't know why, but I grew that shit out in Philly. Yeah. I remember getting in some fights and couldn't even see it's down to my chin. It was wicked, dude. You probably got cheesesteak for life in Philly. <laughs> they do like that stuff down in that oh, town. I'll tell you so that. Good. Gino's and Pat's. Yeah, all of that. I'm talking about scrapping and then the, the tough guy role. They love that. Yeah, they do. They do. And you played it to a T there. So we'll leave it at that, Rosie. I can't believe it. One more sleep. It's the Leafs and the Habs coming up tomorrow, buddy. Yeah, excited, man. We will do it all again in the morning with even more excitement levels as it nears closer. Yeah, and you get to listen to Jay Rose. will talk more about Matthew Nice. Can't wait for that. At the Leafs Nation 401, where you could subscribe on YouTube. Thanks to everybody in the chat. The chat was popping. A lot of concurrent uh, viewers as well today. So at the Leafs Nation 401, if you want to listen in podcast form and are doing so right now, just search Leafs Morning Take. And there's the visual. Look at the flow on this guy. Holy Hannah. That was getting a little greasy. Dude, that's sick, man. (laughs) You just look rugged, man. Like, yeah, yeah. Don't think I'll be doing that anytime soon.
Bring it back. Okay, that's Jay Rosa. I'm Nick Alberga. Many thanks as well to producer Aaron Bordado. And we'll talk on Wednesday. Season opener, baby. Enjoy tonight's games. Thank you for watching Leafs Morning Take. Hit the subscribe button to never miss a show. And for more, visit theleafsnation.com.